Welcome to the Child Care Pro Circle Podcast, where we educate on topics that are directly related to the business of child care. Please enjoy the expertise of our special guests in an adult-friendly, relaxed atmosphere. Get ready to take away some useful gems, so feel free to take some notes. This podcast aims to help child care professionals leverage information to create processes, scale, and grow their businesses. I am your host, Spring C. Jackson, child care owner, best-selling author, speaker, and your Winner Circle child care consultant. I am so pleased to have my special guest and our newest super friend, Mrs. Linda Letterman, on the show with us. Hi, thanks for having me. I really appreciate being here. Absolutely. Thank you, Ms. Linda, for giving us your time. So I'm going to read your bio, and we're going to get right into it. Linda's cooking skills were so bad, her own family banned her from cooking when she was a teen. Happily, her skills have dramatically improved. She now has over 1,000 cookbooks, is a graduate of Ruby Cooking School and the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and has countless cooking courses from the International Culinary Center and National Gourmet Institute under her belt. She's a kitchen confidence coach and owner of Balabusta's Secret, where she helps busy moms with meal planning, prep, and cooking lessons as well as coaches them on how to serve dinners with side dishes of games and clever conversations. Whether you're a novice cook or looking to add some oomph to your dinner routine, Linda's all about making ordinary weeknight meals extraordinary with speed, ease, yum, and lots of fun. Hook up with her for some one-on-one or group virtual coaching. Your inner dinner demons will thank you. Welcome, Linda, and thank you for your time and for sharing your expertise with us. So tell us, absolutely. So tell us, in your own words, who you are and what it is that you do. Sure. My name is Linda Letterman, and I own Balabusa's Secret. And what we do at Balabusa's Secret is we take the over stressed, overworked, overstretched mom and teach her how to have fun at mealtime. Get rid of those dinner demons where five o'clock rolls around and the kids are saying, what's for dinner, mom? And she has no idea. She's got nothing sizzling in the pan and that panic sets in. I help them get rid of that panic and actually approach dinner time with um, an attitude of looking forward to the yum and the fun. Nice, very nice. Um, so what's a balabusta? Why do you want why would you want to become one? So let me tell you what a balabusta is. It's an old fashioned Yiddish term and many people say, Why on earth are you doing a Yiddish term? Nobody even speaks the language. <laughs> that may be true, but it's a very cute word. Mm-hmm. And it means a woman who makes a fine home. Now mm-hmm. my fine home is not the Martha Stewart. Don't put your feet up, you know, use a coaster wherever you go. That's not my definition of a fine home. My fine home is the place where everybody wants to be. Where your family can't wait to be with you, where your friends can't wait to be with you, and most importantly, where your kids' friends.
friends want to hang out because all of us parents know it's so important to know what your kids are doing, who their friends are, and what their friends are doing. So you want to make a home environment that's just warm and loving and open, and you want to be the place to be. So that's what a balabusa is, and I am hoping most people who are parents want that amount of love and warmth in their home as well. Absolutely. So that opened up quite a bit of information there. So I did not know that that was the meaning for that word, but it was, I was kind of waiting to be able to do this podcast episode so that I could figure out what a balabusta was. And that is a very heartwarming term. Um, it's nice to find out that that's a Yiddish term, but that's very heartwarming. A woman who makes a fine home. That's awesome. So we will take a pause right here. Thank you for listening to the Child Care Pro Circle podcast. We're going to take a quick break to recognize our sponsors. Child Care Pro Circle podcast is brought to you by Kingdom Kids Child Care. You're a star too, and not just baskets. Kingdom Kids Child Care is your child's home away from home experience, providing safe, quality care that won't break the budget. Your Star 2 jewelry and gifts are handmade items such as custom-made earrings, jewelry sets, and other handcrafted art pieces, personal items, to home decor. Not just baskets, are homemade baskets created to your exact specifications for any occasion. Birthdays, anniversaries, baby shower gifts, and custom designer baskets for men, women, and children. The book collaboration, Pearls, is a collection of advice and guidance for women who want to excel in various areas of their life, career, and business. In this engaging combination of intimate stories, thought-provoking guidance, strategic advice, and practical tips, 11 emerging leaders share pearls of wisdom. By the time you finish reading Pearls, you'll walk away with a collection of invisible pearl necklaces that will make you feel empowered. You will have a renewed sense of direction and confidence to face what's next for you. Order your copy of Pearls today. Welcome back. I am Spring C. Jackson, your host of the Child Care Pro Circle podcast, and we will continue our conversation with Miss Linda Letterman. So, Miss Linda, why are you so passionate about family dinner time? You know, the studies show that kids who have a sit-down family meal are less likely to do illegal substances. They do much better in school. They have better communication skills. They have better social skills. And in addition to all the wonderful studies, why wouldn't you want to be able to enjoy your family? You know, we spend so much of our day working, whether we're professional women, whether we're volunteering, whether we're just taking care of our family and our home, we're busy all day long. And when you come down to the end of the afternoon, early dinner time, you want to be able to relax and say, okay, this is why I'm doing it. I can spend time with my family. We can share great food, enjoy each other's company, and actually let our hair down and become ourselves and grow and learn and appreciate everybody. And Unfortunately, in this day and age, we don't do that anymore. You know, we're running from activity to activity. Um, we're, we're overscheduled. Our kids are overscheduled. And we don't make the time to be the family that we really wanted to be when we wanted to have a family. And in addition to all of that, um, 
if you're making meals for your family and you're doing loving, wonderfully fun sit-down meals, then you're modeling a terrific behavior for your kids. You're making healthy, nutritious food. Hopefully, you're working with them in the kitchen, and you're passing on skills that they'll be able to do for themselves and their families so you can perpetuate the, um, the wonder of the family. That is awesome. I'm glad you elaborated there because I was going to ask you, so what about the families that say, well, I don't have time for that. Like, I've got to drop so-and-so off at this activity, so-and-so off at that activity. i got to go in, i got to be two places at one time, going in 12 different directions. But I believe it's more just about prioritizing and what you find as important. And um, it's, it's not only prioritizing. Yes, of course you have to prioritize everything that you do. But if you know the secrets, and that's what I teach my clients, on how to be making these meals quickly, efficiently, deliciously, then it doesn't take as much time as you think. You can get a meal, a delicious meal on the table, in less time than it takes you to call for takeout and that pizza delivery to come. You just have to know what you're doing. And that's what I can mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So basically, being more intentional about what it is that family dinner time actually creates in your family. So just kind of knowing that it creates all these wonderful things and um, time better spent together as opposed to, like you said, that pizza takeout and everybody just grabs a couple pieces of pizza and goes to wherever they're going and they're playing on their games or doing homework or doing this or that or running here and there and actually kind of being more intentional about make, bringing that back to the dinner table. Uh, you're, you're creating a family, really. You're creating a family atmosphere instead of a bunch of individual people off on their own direction all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say that business owners can do themselves and support families in learning how to get dinner on the table fast on busy weeknights? So, you know, you can apply if you're a businesswoman. You clearly have to have business skills. And so often we forget that we can use those skills in our home life as well. And they don't have to be separate. You know, most women who are businesswomen are organized at work. They have schedules. They know what's expected of them. They have due dates. And if you somehow channel that into your meal planning, what it would look like is know what's on your calendar. Don't plan a big meal that you have to create from scratch on days that you're running late or that your kids have after-school activities or sports events or you have a late um, meeting after work. So, number one, look at your calendar. Number two, it always helps to have a well-stocked kitchen. And what I mean by that is you need to have a nice stable of staples in your pantry, your refrigerator, and your freezer. And once you have that staple, well, see what you have. Then you have to figure out what you're missing. And once you figure out what you're missing and you fill that in, you have to know how to use what you have and how to use it creatively and quickly. So when you get that organizational skills applying to your kitchen and your cooking, putting together the meals isn't that difficult because you've already laid the foundation, just like you needed the foundation for your business. So you have to set the foundation, be able to create your meals 
effectively, quickly, and deliciously. And then what I do is I, I work with women and we get our recipes in order and we look at things like, well, is it something I can make more of that I can reuse in a different way later in the week so I'm not cooking mm. from scratch every single night? Because nobody wants to cook from scratch every night. It, it, you don't have the time, you don't have the patience. But you don't have to eat Taco Tuesday on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday either. So mm. I teach them how to repurpose their leftovers, how to make leftovers creatively. Um, we call it back cooking. So if you're making, let's say, chicken and rice one day, make mm-hmm. an extra set of rice so that two days later you can taste that leftover mm-hmm. rice and make fried rice. Because the secret to making fried rice is cooking. When you learn all these tricks, you realize it's not just a long and laborious process because you know where to cut the corners to make it all efficient. Just like you do at work. Nice. Very nice. Okay, so we will pause again right here. Thank you for listening to the Child Care Pro Circle podcast. We're going to take a quick break for some inspirations. Circle Time encourages listening, talking, and sharing among the children and modeling opportunities for the teacher. It encourages the development of social skills by providing daily structured social interactions. The five key skills that develop during circle time include thinking, listening, looking, speaking, and concentrating. In turn, children learn to show respect, take turns, and work together toward a solved problem or shared vision. It begins in early childhood and lasts a lifetime. Right. Welcome back. I am Spring C. Jackson, your host of the Child Care Pro Circle podcast, and we'll continue our conversation with Miss Linda. So, Miss Linda, now that you're at the table, how do you get past how was your day and get the conversation flowing? You know, there's nothing more depressing than sitting at the table. You finally figured out what to make. You finally cooked it. You put it on the table. And you look at your kids and you say, how was your day? And they say, fine. And that's the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Right. No, there's so many other things you can do. So when I work with my clients, we talk about how can you have a, a fun and lively conversation that they can do. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, games. But there's just many, many games that they can play. Um, because sometimes people have serious things they want to talk about at dinner. Mm-hmm. But the one thing to keep in mind is, you know, I hear a lot of parents say, oh, my kids are picky eaters and they don't eat what I make and it's so frustrating, blah, 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 blah. And I say to them, you know, if you have fun at the table, they'll eat what's in front of them because they're distracted by all the fun mm-hmm. that they're having. Nice. So mm-hmm. I like to tell my clients, um, it's usually a fun food holiday every day of the week, um, every day of the year. And so maybe when you're cooking dinner, you can find out what that food holiday is. And I, I give my clients a, a list of food holidays for any given week, any given month. You can either make your dinner around those themes or make your conversations around those themes. Uh, I'll give you a, an easy example. April is National Poetry Month. Yeah. So one day in April, I, I said to my family, it's National Poetry Month. So I want you to come down to dinner with a poem. So you can imagine that went over like a lead balloon. You know, nobody was <laughs> sure. poetry. Yeah. 
And I said, no, you know, and, and they know to humor me by now because it always turns out fun no matter what I'm suggesting. And so I said, you have to come to dinner with a poem. But use your imagination. A poem doesn't have to be roses are red, violets are blue. A poem could be lyrics to a song. They can yeah. be a nursery rhyme. It could be a TV jingle. There's so many poems, poems you can do. Or you could write one. So they came down to dinner that night. My son wrote a poem about I hate poetry. And it was hysterical. <laughs> but it was, he got the meaning. My daughter did some nursery rhyme, and that was fine for her. My husband decided to write a rap song, which was oh, the worst rap song you could ever bet. <laughs> But it was we funny. Rolling out of our chair. I bet. Hysterical. But those are things you can do with dinner time. And it took no effort, really, um, to do. So if you know what those holidays are, that's a great thing to do. But I'm sure it was fun. Yeah, and it makes the meal so fun that my kids say to me, what are we playing tonight at dinner time? Oh, that is awesome. We need more of you and your kids. And examples. We're just going to put you guys at the dinner table with us and say, come on, tell us what to do. Because I was thinking opening the questions, that would get us talking a little more because if you ask like you said how was your day fine then the question then the, the actual conversation just stops but That's this right. sounds like some really fun stuff to be able to get the conversation and you know kind of the playful juices flowing so that dinner time's fun it doesn't have to be all night but it actually creates a um a bunch of memories and something that is kind of ritualistic that you do where everybody's looking forward to it as opposed to dreading it. If you have little kids, a nice thing to do is do a round robin story. And all you have to do is that is the first person says, once upon a time there was a, and you can feed two or three sentences to a story. Then the next person adds to it any way they want. And you go around the table with everybody evolving the story as they want. And it gives you a great insight into how your kids think, what's on their mind, and it's an easy way for them to express themselves without you feeling them. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful, wonderful thing to do with kids. I bet. Okay, so I was going to ask, would you give the listening audience some tips, tools, or resources to get dinner on the table quickly and open up the conversation? But you've given me quite a bit, so if you have anything left, in your um, repertoire, in your bag that you want to share as a tip, tool, or a resource, definitely share that now with us. Sure. Well, number one, the resource would be me. Absolutely. <laughs> free to reach out to me. <laughs> um, but in addition to me, start getting a list of recipes you like. And then start, start looking to see what common ingredients they have in them so you can prepare them together in advance. Again, cutting down on your on your cooking time. There's wonderful apps out there that you can use for your meal planning. I have templates for people. Um, there are wonderful places all over on Pinterest, on the, the internet, cookbooks, magazines, places to find recipe ideas. Um, I actually have a meal planning service where if people don't want to do that kind of legwork, I do the meal plan for them. And I give you the recipes, the meal plan, and the grocery list. So if you're really looking to cut your time short and get it done really quick, um, that's a great service I provide um, as well. So nice. just get organized. Get your recipes together. Get your calendar together. Um, 
and start seeing what everything has in common. Awesome, awesome. So I truly appreciate you taking your time to share all of this valuable information with the listening audience. We have enjoyed you so much, so I hope that you enjoyed being on with us. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Great, great, because you have really dropped some really great gems, some awesome um, tips and tools, and I would agree, Miss Linda is the resource. So if you would, please share one more thing with us. How can our listeners contact you and support you? My email address, if you want to reach out to me, is Linda at Balabooster's Secret, B-A-L-A-B-O-O-S-T-A-S, secret.com. I have a Facebook group that's free called Easy Weeknight Dinners for Busy Moms. We have lots of fun in there. I share recipes, cooking tips, um, jokes. It's really a fun place to be. I'm on Instagram at Balabooster's Secret. And I have a website, com. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a shout-out. Give me your questions. And um, come join the cooking fun. Absolutely. Come join the fun with Miss Linda Letterman. I am so grateful that you were willing to share your information and be on the podcast with us. Definitely, listeners, join her Facebook group and follow her. I always promote the people that I have on because I am a master delegator, and I am the person that knows that for busy people, it is a, a really, really good resource to reach out to the people that do their thing better than you. Now, we are good at so many things, but there are so many things that we're not good at. So absolutely reach out to the people that are on the podcast and delegate the work so that you're not overworking yourself and you can put some fun back into your life and definitely the dinner table. Thank you so much again, Miss Linda. Have a good night. No, thank you. I want to personally thank you for taking the time to tune in to the Child Care Pro Circle podcast. We truly hope that the information shared in this episode has enlightened, inspired, or encouraged you to take action in some area of your business. ChildcareProCircle.com is where you will be able to find all of the podcast episodes. They are also posted weekly in our Facebook community, Circle Time with Spring C. Jackson. Services I offer, products, and opportunities to request me to speak to your community, including all of my social media platforms, and so much more can be found on the website, SpringCJackson.com. For the continued success of your child care, I welcome you to join the Winner Circle.